Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Are you enjoying this podcast? We hope so. If you are, would you mind doing us a small favor? Would you go into the Alexa app or go into your podcasting platform and leave us a review? It'll help us spread the word to other entrepreneurs and business owners about what we're teaching and what we're doing here and can get more people involved in the community. As a sign of our gratitude, we will be sending out business books to randomly selected reviewers. So please, if you would, during the month of May, give us a review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. It's Eric Olson. Do you have a written formal contract that you give to prospective clients and have them sign? We do, but we didn't always. And it came about in kind of a painful way for me. Going back about five or six years when I was still in doing custom software development, I went to a custom software development conference and I gave a talk to the attendees about payment terms. So payment terms are how quickly you collect money after you invoice a customer. We use terms like net 60, meaning that once you give the customer the invoice, they have 60 days to pay it. So you could have net 60, you could have net 30, you could have net seven. The terms are really up to you to decide and negotiate with your clients. And there are cash flow ramifications based on what you select. If you say net 60 instead of say net seven, well, you have to wait 60 days, which means you have to fund all that work yourself one way or another. So that was what the talk was about. And to my surprise, the room was pretty packed. It was kind of a small room, to be honest. It sat maybe 40 people, but it was standing room only. So there was probably 50 people there. One of the attendees was a very well-known speaker who was also speaking at the conference. I did not know him, but I knew who he was. I had seen him talk a couple of times. And it turns out that not only was he a software developer, but he had his own side business. And he asked me a question during my talk about my contract, something to the effect of what is in your contract. And I told him, well, I don't actually have a contract. I send a proposal to the client and then they just sign it and send it back. And in the proposal, I just type out myself like every single time what the scope is and when I should expect to get paid and, and how much. And he said, uh, okay. And I concluded my talk and then I went into the hall about 15 minutes later and he was talking to his other speaker buddies in the hall. And I was off about 20 feet or so. And I heard him bad-mouthing me. He was literally talking about what an idiot I was because I was recommending to people to not use contracts. And I was really, honestly, my feelings were hurt at first when I heard him talking like that about me. Because I'd only interacted with him one time and I didn't actually say don't use contracts. I just said I don't use contracts right now. I just use a, a proposal. And so I actually decided instead of ignoring it, I went up to him and I wasn't going to confront him. I just told him, hey, I, I heard what you told your friends about me not using contracts. What do you use? What do you recommend? So I didn't confront him because I was pissed that he was talking trash about me. I actually approached him because I wanted to learn. It took a decent amount of humility 
to swallow my pride and ego and go talk to him and ask him how I could learn from him. And as someone who was more of an expert at the time than me, I wish he would have approached it differently. I wish he would have brought this information to me in a positive way instead of in a negative way. But I'm also kind of happy that I handled it the way that I did. And I realized there was an opportunity to learn instead of an opportunity to be pissed off at somebody. And he explained exactly what he did. He explained the methodology that he used and it led me to do a lot of research. And I finally came up with a contract about two weeks after that conference. And I've used the contract ever since. And I'll never not do work without a contract. Every single thing that we do here is based on a contract that derived because of that one incident. It was a humbling experience to me. I didn't like it. It was painful, but I grew from it. And what I want to just kind of stress and reiterate is that even in painful situations, even when maybe you feel humiliated, there are times and opportunities where you can learn and you can get stronger and you can get better and you need to figure out how you can turn something negative into something positive. Thank you for listening. I hope you heard something you can implement in your business right away. Find us online at journeyto100million.com.